Yeah, I mean, like, I just even feel like the last couple times it's being recorded, there wasn't, there was still an issue of the, like, just stuff figuring out, just figuring out, yeah, managing the sound files, you know, getting it as close as possible, but, uh, yeah, it's just an everyday battle, mm-hmm. and the only way and we can do that is just, because you want it's like you want to be authentic anyway right we're here hey how we doing pete and norm Howdy. dream warriors yeah on the on the sunday yeah dream warriors and uh drinking beers day warriors <laughs> day warriors is more like it drinking beers and monster extra strength hey yo this monster is anti-gravity and it has nitrous technology ah you better watch your heart. Yeah. That shit will kill you. It's not the one that says non-alcoholic, though. <laughs> they is, make alcoholic monsters? I don't know if they do, but the Uber monster says non-alcoholic, like, right, like, in plain sight. Huh. So I, maybe at one time, that was, I don't know. I really want to research that one. That's, but, that's so that cops don't hassle you. <laughs> yeah, let's keep them away. It's not a four loco, it's a monster. Yeah, <laughs> and we all miss Fort Loco. Ah, they're still around. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. So we're we're today we were just going to review Monster Mania. Yeah, we're going to retouch Suicide Squad. Right, right. Got some extra thoughts there. You haven't seen the Road One? No. Trail. I, I guess it's Trailer Two, the official Trailer Two, because there is D twenty three footage. Right. But I don't think that was Trailer One. So. This is, the, I think, the third presentation of footage. Okay. We can just call it. Uh, we'll do some box office. And a little bit of a free-for-all. We're just going to scroll maybe some news stories. Sounds and good. See if there's anything that stands out. Uh, a little bit of a slow news week this yeah. weekend with news. But uh, we will. I guess that's why we're talking about Monster Mania. Yeah. Because I, I, can you say it's a New Jersey tradition now? in New Jersey. It's definitely getting there. I mean... Like, you... How many times have you gone? I've been going steadily since, I want to say, 08 or 09. Okay. Whenever Robert England's autobiography came out. okay. They did a... (laughs) Yeah. They did a Halloween party at the Crown Plaza that was a book signing, too. So you came out the night, you got to drink at the open bar, do a Halloween costume party with him as the judge and everything. Very nice. He floated around the room, real social, nice uh, guy. Yeah. Came back the next morning, everyone's hungover, getting everything signed that they wanted. And that was, like, it. So my first Monster Mania experience was just this Halloween party, not even an actual con. Okay. And... I must have talked with him for like a half an hour that night, and I was like, "I need this in my life." <laughs> yeah. So, the only time I went, and for anyone that doesn't know, Monster Mania is at the Cherry Hill Crown Plaza. Yep. Uh, it, it's usually in August. August, August and March, and then they run one okay. in Maryland in September. Okay, so it's October. it's grown a lot. Yeah, three shows uh, a year. When the one and only time I went was the first or second year and the heydays yeah and they there was only one or two rooms mm-hmm. and at the time i was working at the comic shop and i had to go because yeah i was i was involved with growing that business right as, as you know i had to go and speak with randy folk 
Randy okay. Hulk is head of product development for NECA Toys. Okay. And we knew he was going to be there. And I had to get Quentin Tarantino exclusive Crazy 88s from him for the store that Randy promised the owner of the, the comic chain at a New York toy fair. Okay. Uh, it was like a little bit of time had passed. And for some reason, they never came in. And, uh, yeah, Kill Bill merchandise was really hot. I mean, oh, yeah, like, I remember. I remember even the Pussy Wagon keychains mm-hmm. just had the logo. Those sold out quick. And at, at the time, we were marking up the reproduction of the Pussy Wagon. Okay. Hi. Okay. And then I'm trying to remember Bill from the Kill Bill. I think he was Series 2. His action figure was so freaking tough everybody wanted it and it, I think it died off a little bit by then because okay. they had they had him and Daryl Hannah okay so, and so aside from the bride you know people wanted to, to group and get like collections and army build the crazy 88s <laughs> okay so the crazy 88s always sold so yeah the bride is what got marked down eventually uh, but so yeah so that was NECA NECA really had good control as as they always do over their license because sometimes they go all in Mm -hmm. they'll do apparel like i said keychains uh top-notch action figures oh yeah those dawn of the dead ones they those things have skyrocketed yeah even the Hare krishna one the one that you couldn't get rid of back in the day is like an 80 dollar toy now yeah (laughs) you know what it is because the i think the economy affected the production uh, McFarlane's been on record about talking about how the economy shifted his toy model. Mm. And at one time, NECA was a second citizen to McFarlane. Toys. Right, right. And a lot of the McFarlane talent, they traded talent back and forth. And so, every 08 and 09, the economy crashes. Mm-hmm. And I would assume that the, the accounts that kept NECA afloat were the Toys R Us accounts the FYI, like the bigger chains, dispensers yeah. and, and whatever. And they were, those orders were high enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. To keep NECA around because NECA's model's so unique. And it's just funny how they were able to somewhat maintain this McFarlane quality while yeah. McFarlane went really down like an action figure mm-hmm. level. But at the same time, I don't think it, the only thing that matters is that McFarlane was experimenting. They were doing raw adult action figures. Yeah, I remember. They were were were, just nuts. They were more like statues than action figures. And people would just go nuts for them. Mm -hmm. Like nuts, okay? Yeah. Uh, A lot of them haven't skyrocketed in the aftermarket, but I think the day will come. Uh, Definitely, if anyone has them, like, they're worth holding on to. They're worth hoarding. The lots are worth picking up on eBay. They're only going to go up because you you'll never get those that type of run again. Yeah, like the the, the Wizard of Oz ones. Oh yeah, the, the, the dark Barker, twisted tortured souls. Yeah, it goes on and on. Mm-hmm. And so, like to me, that matters. NECA maintaining McFarlane quality toys for licensing, kind of like, like it kind of doesn't. Cause how many times can we get a Dutch from Predator? Yeah. Action figure. Yeah. Pixelated, okay. non-pixelated. Yeah. Mud, no mud. Yeah. 
Uh, camo, no camo. Yeah, and but by pixelate, do you mean like the heat vision? No, well, they yeah. There's the heat vision yeah. one. There's the eight bit action figure mm-hmm. ones. There's yeah. the comic book ones. Yeah. There's there are so many mecha so, goddamn predators the, um, have out you there. Seen the comic book predator. I have it. The issue number one repo yeah, that's dude, blue and that the paint. Yes. The application for that. Yes. Is so, like crazy fun and awesome for the longest time that was the center of my pot wall before yeah. it became its own wall because it's got the, that blue in it because i had that door open so that yeah. i could just see I kinda the figure that. i kind of like that i kind of oh dude it was that it was is, worth it cool. was worth it yeah so <laughs> so what time did you get to monster mania uh saturday we were there me and kerns are over kerns and yeah. people may not know who kerns is hey he's like uh he's my wingman our he's, cameraman on other projects he's a, he's almost like our um chewbacca would you say it, well what would you compare him to chunk uh, from goonies I, I, eh, we're not that mean to him. I, no, no, they weren't mean to Chunk. They just... They were mean to Chunk. Do the truffle shuffle, you fat ass, yeah. or you're not coming they, in. They busted his balls, but he was also a, a little bit of a... Like, they were all shits in their own way. Oh, yeah. Like, well, even, I mean, like, Mikey's, like, Thanos, you know, whoever, I forget his name, the Mikey's older brother. Mm-hmm. Like, he no, was... Bran. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, like, a dick to Mikey. Mm-hmm. But Mikey was a little bit of a shit. Yeah. Like, everyone everyone got shit for good... And that's why that movie's so fun. I believe it. Because they're, they're little shits, dude. All of them. It's... Yeah, it's like, true. Like, Mouth? Oh, uh, like, yeah. Like, yeah, how does that dude not get punched every day? Okay? <laughs> but, yeah, so... So, you're, you're there with Kearns. Did, did, did Kearns have any agenda? Did he want... Was he looking for anything? Uh, we were pretty much there getting the same autographs for the most part. Okay. Um, he was doing a Nightmare on Elm Street 4 poster because they were doing a reunion. Yeah. I grabbed a 5 poster because that one's just the better of the two for me. Yeah. So, I started yeah, I that one. Yeah. So, how, how far away are you from completing that? Uh, in a perfect world, mm-hmm. maybe like four or five signatures, but in all actuality, I could probably get the comic book guy who gets slaughtered by Super Freddy, Super yeah. Freddy, and the, um... What was the name of the character from that? Which one? The comic book guy. Because he, he drew, didn't he draw a superhero? Yeah, he and... was Mark Gray. Oh, oh, the Phantom Prowler. The Phantom that t-shirt Prowler. that I have, the Phantom yeah, Prowler. Yeah, I kind of... With the with the the leather skull cap and the trench coat and the extendable yeah, guns I that always, come out. When, even when I always dude, that that's why that, that one's my that favorite. That one's that. That was it, it, that was. He's got my favorite death, super fre- As much as it kills me yeah. that my favorite death doesn't involve Robert England, like the like mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger, but like uh, just yeah. the suit. It, oh man, the big. Uh. There's there's a lot to that fifth movie. Yeah. So. Definitely one of the most underrated in the series. Yeah. Well, here, so here's the thing. So, and, and you know how I feel. I think a lot of this conversation of, and it really is the new media conversation. Right. Where things just get decided. Mm-hmm. So, now what you always hear, like this revisionist thing, is that Freddie got too, like, mainstream. He, he, he started appearing on talk shows. Yeah. And, and he ceased to be deadly. He, he became okay. an Elvira, yeah. in essence, or a Crypt but, Keeper. Yeah, and I, I think that's what makes him awesome. Yeah. 
I don't like, he transcends. Like the, he he's the, the Friday the... one and two Friday. Or I get that, but like look look what they did with Saul. Like they yeah. kept Saul like super serious, mm-hmm. and and you like you people, you don't even know which ones are are which. Yeah, you can't keep they, them straight. They just run into each yep. other, yep. and there's no there's no arc. Right. Okay, and I love the zany. Like almost, I, I guess if I would compare, like almost like the Pee Wee Herman, mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Uh, he I think he's at the peak in the fifth one. And Four and five. Yeah, I would say does, he got the beach scene. Let's suck face, and yeah. he sucks well, the life out of the asthmatic yeah. girl. Like, <laughs> come on. But it's it's even if you look at uh, Batman Forever mm-hmm. and Batman and Robin, where Forever approved this approach. Right. And so by like B and R. Because that's what I call it. <laughs> okay, by B and R, it it was like now we will go knee deep. We'll go head first into yeah. this direction. Yep. Where it's going to get toned down. It's going to be approachable by children. Mm-hmm. Which I think there was that was the successful part. The unsuccessful part, I think that they were intending to a little bit of the tone to still appeal to the grittier adults or whatever. Okay. Okay. And that's that's why it's such a stylistic split. Yeah. Uh, I there was a affinity I have for 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 that movie, but oh yeah, so, yeah. I I was in the age bracket where I was a kid when that one came out. Yeah. So is when people twenty years older than me tell me how shit that movie is, I'm like, I was nine and Schwarzenegger was great. He was yeah. Mister Freeze. Huh? Shut up. Yeah, like it so, Robin, it always had, was yeah, had they, you should, I'm gonna be yeah. Nightwing. Like hey. Everywhere. Those neon guys were so cool. They're always cool yeah. on screen. I don't care what anyone yep. says. So the colors in those, despite everything, like that neon palette, really does work for Gotham. Yeah, because it's, it's still dark, but it, it's got the bright, almost like Vegas. Yeah, in a sense. So, so that's so Friday four and five. I think is that. Nightmare Goods, sir. Yeah, not, not, I'm sorry. Yeah. Friday's a whole horse yeah. of a different color. By, by the, um, but yeah, by, but yeah, like in, like by comparison, you know, Friday did a similar approach. It did. It did. It, it tried to. It just sucks that their their guy doesn't talk. Yeah, exactly. He's okay. a mad dog but versus they, yeah, but they tried, the mad genius. They try to get the deaths in Friday. As fun as the deaths, mm-hmm. and maybe and there's they a are. little bit of escalation there. Yeah. Like they were watching each other's material and probably even talking, and just trying to you know, have a good time. But yeah, so Nightmare Four and Five. And I'll go so far sp- as to say, on a side note, because this just kind of clicked. Freddy is one of the only horror monsters in in the '80s and '90s world who never went to space. Jason went to space. Leprechaun went to space. Even Pinhead went to space. Freddy yeah. never did. <laughs> so, and, and you can't put Leatherface or Michael Myers in that because they're not supernatural. Right. So it doesn't even... Critters it, went back to space. Yeah. Which is just a great you, gremlins I was going to say, would you, would you want the gremlins to go into space? I mean, there's no water in space, so it would kind of defeat the whole would, premise would, of the they, movie. They're fine away. The they're, ship, they, they would blow the rocket may, up may, and the movie would no, be over may, in 10 minutes. May, may, <laughs> maybe the ship is... Is a water shipment to like Mars? <laughs> like, and Gizmo okay. ended up on it. Yeah, and, and by the time the ship lands, it's literally just all Mogwais. <laughs> like okay, Mars and then it's becomes just this, Mogwai. It's just this colonized 
Mogwai, Mars, and then they the ship crash lands in the cafeteria after midnight. You know what always bothered me about that? I don't get it. How the hell do you never get another good Mogwai? You mean to tell me there is one good Mogwai, yeah, and out of the millions that so, that one spawned, you can't get another fuzzy guy who's like, I don't want to eat wait, after midnight. So, but this is where Gizmo is the exception, not the rule. Is that Gizmo, maybe he was supposed to be evil, and the goodness of that Chinese guy turned him. Maybe. Okay. Maybe, okay. So, so what you're telling me is we need a Gremlins prequel as opposed to a reboot yeah, or a sequel. Yeah, not a prequel, or just something that explains it in... in the next freaking movie okay but so the whole idea though is that is that my grandmother used to talk about gremlins she didn't know what gremlins were okay okay i mean like as in the movie okay okay she uh, was referring to the 1940s plane tearing yeah, apart it's it, and twilight it was, zone it was always that it was like the gremlins got into it she would always say it okay okay, okay. so gremlins were never like pacifists or never so if, if they're going to build no this... don't you remember bugs bunny he used to whack the nuke with bugs saying what are you doing i'm yeah. trying to blow up this nuke <laughs> like... yeah. well, all right yeah but it, it's like the gremlins from gremlins mm -hmm. is supposed to like make an origin for those creatures right and kind of build in a little bit of a mythology to how they could be contained Otherwise, they would just take everything over and humanity just wouldn't exist. Right. So they built in, like, a checks and balances along the way. A lot like the Xenomorph. Mm -hmm. There's checks and balances with the Xenomorph prior to that facehugger opening up. Right. Or, or, like, that egg opening up to the facehugger. So, yeah, so definitely Gizmo, the exception, not the rule, okay? <laughs> he, and maybe wired a little bit differently, but I would be so into Gremlins in space. That, that would be good. I, I literally think that is a viral idea. <laughs> okay? And it, it would probably have ten times the impact of the new Ghostbusters. Oh, when far. it comes to bringing an 80s franchise back. And you know what I would even do? Put Robocop on that. You know, it, it, it makes sense. Because in all honesty... Like, it's been years since anyone's gone to space. And if you're going to reboot them, reboot them in the way that they did it back yeah. in the day. Well, I, I think a little bit, too, of the the audience as a whole doesn't have a, a fascination with space. The culture shifted. I could see okay? that. And, but... and somewhat, I don't want to say rightfully so, because I'm one of the people that believe I there would, should always be I would argue that it is coming back thanks to things like The Martian and Interstellar. I'll yeah. say it could be Martian Interstellar, and then there was another Martian Gravity movie. hit. Gravity, yeah, but what, there was another Martian movie where, like, there was a Martian that comes, the Martian kid that comes to Earth or something. I don't know. I don't know. I, I saw it. I can't remember it, but I saw the trailer for it. Europa Report's a good little horror space yeah. one. Stay away from Apollo 13, but Europa yeah. Report's, it's a, it's a so, decent little... All right, so getting, real quick, to, getting back to Monster Media. Right. So you got your poster signed. Right, right. I got Dan, I got Alice, and I got Mr. Kruger. Okay, so what'd you do after that? Was uh, that the first thing you did? Uh, no, we, we got there Friday. Uh, I got there at 4 with my pre-show pass to make sure I got a parking spot. Okay. Kearns got there at 5. And then by 5.30, we were in line for Robert England. We heard his line was short. Yeah. And then the show ends at 10. Okay. At 10.43, we got our signature signed. 
Oh. Literally the last four people they cut off, yeah. and they had cut it off three times prior yeah. with people waiting five hours. I, yeah, so I, so it, it was very poorly run when it came to him at this show. Yeah, but here's what I think: when when that stuff happens and you're the the promoter of the show, I, I get that Robin England is a name, mm-hmm. like you know, like but he, he's getting paid, right? Okay, mm-hmm. he's getting paid to be there. Can you tell him? Can you like have a deal with him that just says, "Look, we're going. We have to act like it's limited." Yeah. But people are showing up here just for you. Yeah. They're taking off of work early. People are driving eight-hour days yeah. to come in for one night that were cut off behind me, yeah, so. and that was their second time not meeting him yeah. and driving hours and hours. And and a lot of these YouTubers, these fitness ones that I follow, mm-hmm. they they are. Like notorious, and yeah, you know, and like, there's a certain truth that comes in through the internet when you do some of this stuff. But they have built their entire base of clearing out their lines, right? Okay, to the point of arguing with convention security and people that run the show to keep their lines open mm-hmm. while the convention's like shutting down. Uh, I would like it, it. It sucks. Yeah. But at the same time, if 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 Robert England can't do it. Mm-hmm. They don't have them. Yeah. Okay? And, yeah. And, and you can get someone else. Mm-hmm. Get- well, the, the, the main problem was, like, all right, so they took all the VIP people that were choosing him first because they don't – put uh, the past couple years, it's been – they would have two VIP guests. You buy a VIP admission for one of them. Yeah. You get the wristband. You get their autograph. You cut their line. You get seating at their panel, right. all that crap. Yeah. Well, yeah, now like it's a the, generalized. The well, now yeah. it's one hundred and fifty dollars for a generalized VIP, which gets you all the same stuff. Okay. You get to cut the line of a celebrity that you choose, okay. but you still have to pay for the autograph, so it's not included in the price of the VIP yeah, admission anymore. That's, yeah, that's a little. Tough. So on top of the one hundred and fifty, you're now paying eighty for Robert Englund's so signature. So between this practice, but the main, the main, going back to the main problem was. Some of those VIP people were getting 15 to 20 items signed, and they didn't cap it. So yeah. that, like, if you would have said two items per head, they could have got another 100 people yeah, done. So, Alan, so and but, but when they came down to my time around 9, 30, 10 o'clock, when they yeah. finally cut down everybody, and this is the last of everybody, they came back in and they were like, just so everyone knows, Robert's only signing one item per person. So it was like, I waited five hours. That dude got 20 posters signed, three action figures, two pillows, this and that. Yeah. I waited the five hours, and you're going to tell me if I have two 11 by 17 cast posters I want signed, I have to wait yeah. another five hours tomorrow? And, and you know what it is, too? That guy getting 20 signed? Mm-hmm. They're not for his, No, he was a vendor. He yeah. took them right down to his right. table and put they're, them up. They're at, not for his... Personal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that everyone needs to Mm-mm. be. Mm-mm. Okay. And th- but this is why. I'll be the first to admit I have three things signed by him. Two yeah. are for me. One is for God forbid when he's gone an investment piece. Yeah. That's. But it's it's still kind of along the lines of like you th- having a limit per autograph is is standard. Yeah. It should be like I don't under, I ver, like it's shocking that there, it seemed to be unlimited. Because, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's how someone like that could have turned away two grand in their hand right now to sign 12, 14, 20 things. Yeah, but you're supposed to number one. You're supposed to care about a little bit of 
what you're building, right? What your brand is, mm-hmm. uh, everything with it's the almost, conversation, social media today. It's almost can, the the route that Mickey Mantle's going yeah. to where he over once he had that restaurant and he was in there every day. He oversaturated the market with Mickey Mantle yeah. signatures, and now it, it's. But then, but, but here's the thing: so certain you, items like yeah. a, a rookie card signed by the man, yeah, something would be, rare signed, but like a napkin with his signature, you're not going to get ten bucks for because. Yeah. Everyone and their mother got him to sign a napkin back in the day. So what, what was, uh, tell me about Saturday then. Uh, so did you get there? Saturday we were there around 940. Okay. Uh, my car was there in the parking lot as a hub. So Kearns picked me up and parked. And then I'll say we went in, took a lap, came back out and started drinking. <laughs> so 10 a.m. 10 a.m. drinking day. Yesterday. Would you have a uh, stuff in your trunk? Yeah, like a yeah. cooler. With Roll with a cooler, and um, then we uh, we just. Have to drink? I started the day with some Bud Light limes. I had seven of those left BLLs. from the night before. Then I had to switch over to Paps because I drank all mine, and then <laughs> I started drinking Coronas in the hotel bar after that. Okay. So. So you kind of you you did uh you did a good run. Oh yeah, I drank from like ten to one a.m. Right, cause what time did you and I hook up? Uh, we hooked up around like nine last night. It was nine. Was that? I thought it was a little later. So it was nine. Might have been eight. Oh. Might have been eight. Nah, it might. I think it was nine. I think. I think I got there right. Yeah, yeah. I was nine's, there for a little bit, right. right. Which I was fine with, cause I just wanted to like, get a little. Yeah, cause it was like eleven thirty, twelve when yeah. I was quote unquote too lit for the bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, cause you got a little. So we're we're leafrog. So real real quick, let's get back to Monster Mania. Right. So, what uh you you got some of the uh dark crystal funko pops right right i got the the rest of the set one one vendor had them there okay so this is something a little bit new to me so i know you guys are hooked into dark crystal oh yeah no i've i've been how long have you been because you you know like i've always championed for years like I okay. said, I, I have that VHS twenty fifth anniversary with the with the no, airbrush was, cover. The, yeah, like that was yeah, that was one of case, my the green yes yep the green yeah. claim shell. But yeah, that was one of my go tos as, as I, a kid. I, I see, I only that garbage that. pail kids and pet shot would be on repeat in my like my mother hated it along with uh, Spaceballs and Robin yeah. Hood Men in Tights. But you just um you just can't beat Dark Crystal. No, no, because it really is the the last of, the last attempt. The first and last attempt at that type of movie. Yes. It just will not ever be attempted ever again, Mm-mm. no matter which way you want to polish it. Right. Okay. Just like Team America. Yeah. No one wants to work with marionettes. Yeah. It's too hard. Or, next, like, someone that would do it needs to rise up. Like, I'm going to see, like, like, like Seth MacFarlane, if, if, he, if his last two movies were successful... He would have clout to do something like oh, that. Yeah. He maybe would do something like that, or do something that extends it. Right. Okay. Like just something else that could be equally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bodysuit actors, '90s Ninja Turtle style. Yeah. Or something. something. Yeah. And and because he he definitely is connected to nostalgia and yeah. pop culture, and that's really his language. He 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 kind of speaks only one language, and and that's that. But so. What else did you get other than Funko Pop? I uh, met Jason Patrick. Okay. I got him to sign uh, one of my good buddies' art prints Lost for Boys? me. Yep. Okay. Yep. Michael was there. So. Nice. Got, 
got that signed up, and then that was the end of the autographs. What was his area like? Did he have a lot uh, of people? He had a steady line. Okay. Uh, we hopped in his early Saturday, because Friday we were going to get him done, because he didn't have a long line, yeah. but then Robert England ended up taking all. So Robert night. England's almost like a Stanley. He's like an Elvis of yeah. the horror world. It's every, last time, this is the first time, and I guess it was because it was so hot they didn't do it, but this is the first time I was at a show that he was at where the line didn't literally wrap That's around the entire man. hotel. So, like I, people waiting down Cooper River. Yeah, road yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you said that before. Yes, that's why Friday it. night when they said yeah. it was on the same floor, so, the line, we hopped in it. So what What? Where are the vendors like? Are the vendors decent? Um, like high and low? It, like high and low. Guys uh, with sideshow marked up and then guys with Yeah, boxes. like uh, the one, one of the shops, uh, all my dark crystal pops were 10 his solid, was standard solid price another shop i got bulma for five and he yeah. was like all my pops are five bucks so i could not get bulma yeah now all i need vegeta now nah, that was it bulma i, I that? Okay. nah that that was all he had if he would have had a vegeta i would have finished out that i set too. i i would have told you to for our other mutual friend we told you to look for the uh, egon yeah, yeah I would have. I would have. That would have been for me if I would have found well, him. And you're it not going to find him. Yeah, no, never. Out, but you're going to find him. No you know, one had like any. Bucks every all yeah. the Ghostbusters pops they had besides Slimer were the the, the girls. Oh. with Kevin, no uh, one had. No one even cares about the new merchandise. Right. People just it's sitting on shelves. Mm-hmm. People just wanted to go away. It's really, like, it's, if, if you really... I mean, when the, every fan in the world screamed out no, and Paul Feig went, you don't know what the hell you're talking about, we're making it anyway, that should have been your indicator, yeah. that we well, don't want it. Yeah. We don't want it. Well, I don't, I think people saw... But the thing they, is, is I, someone posted up on Facebook last night what the Ghostbusters reboot should have been, and it was like Dave Chappelle, Paul Rudd, Seth Green, or not Seth Green, uh... Seth Rogen yeah, and somebody were, else. And, like, even that didn't appeal to me. Yeah. Like, if you well, were going to give me the Ghostbusters, even if they were too... Make it make it a CGI movie, like you were talking about. Because that third game, to me, is the next Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, or lot, not the third game, the Ghostbusters, the, the PlayStation 3 yeah. game. So here here's a little bit to that. They, I, I do feel like the studio was in a bind. Okay, because mm-hmm. there was... They knew there was a cry for the material. Right. At one time, like it seemed like there there was a discussion or a pitch of kind of like I, I think like a Seth Rogen driven Ghostbusters. Right. So that was rumored anyway yeah, for so the it, longest time. Like at that point, it's like it's an easy. It's it's this is the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is you get Seth Rogen. Yep. You get uh, James Franco. Yeah. Paul Rudd. Or Jason Segel, or the guy from Superbad, Michael Sarah, the Blumpkin. You get the two guys from Super. No, no, no. You get Michael, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. And you get the, McLovin. What's McLovin? Not name? McLovin. You get, you get the uh, the guy that's the voice of Power to Train Your Dragon. Oh, 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 oh Jay Burchell. Yeah. Okay. And then you get Seth Rogen. Then you get James Franco. And then somewhere in that mix is. You know, Danny McBride with his like off center. It's got to be Craig Robinson. You need the token black guy. I don't know. You're the problem white guy. You're whitewashing all the Hollywood yeah, movies. I, 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 you know, <laughs> I, that would be. 
Give me like, Jay Hernandez. I, I want to see El Diablo with a proton that, pack. You could fill that movie up. Could you imagine how cool that but, would be? But cameos. Oh, you yeah. Can literally, you can have even uh, Changing Tatum. Mm-hmm. And you can have some star power that has done funny, weird camos before. Yep. Like, you literally could have that movie littered. Now, I looking back, because, you know, we, we have a little bit of reflection now, people rejected the new Ghostbusters because it came off as designed engineering. They were designing what people viewed it as feminist. Okay? What do you mean? Like, it was designed to be a feminist statement. Okay. And that was transparent to everybody. Okay? A lot, I think a lot of people were afraid to admit it. I, that may not be their intention, but it definitely got sold that way, meaning it just came off that way. Mm-hmm. And at that point, the movie has no love interest, which is really weird. I don't, like you need love interest in every single movie. Yeah, you need some type of tension like that. Mm-hmm. They they do bash men a lot. Okay. Okay. They shoot the giant monster at the end, the logo in the deck at the end. <laughs> okay. So there's a little bit of this. So so you saw it. Y- yeah. Uh, so here. So here's here's. I think there were decisions to be funny. Okay, uh, and because these everyone involved in that has been successful, mm-hmm. I, it was just kind of like we're we're just going to go with it. Okay, now Thor they made Thor into a bumbling moron, into a, they really made him an idiot. Okay, uh, Janine right from okay Janine was not an idiot. She was she was like she was in the movie. She was a female. Mm-hmm. Not an idiot. Sigourney Weaver, not an idiot. Right. Okay, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rick Moranis is more of an idiot than. Yeah, but at least they made him like. like I like. When he's he, a lovable idiot. But I like but... when he has that party, yeah. and he's like, ah, I just invited my clients. I, I, they are like, <laughs> it's a like because he has no friends. Mm-hmm. So he, it's good for like, tax writers. Yeah, it's a type, but it's so funny that his whole apartment is packed with clients. <laughs> so this dude like is just neurotic like nutbag but dude like you know he's making money yeah he's got i, I he's love got how a room full of clients i love how every time someone walks in he's like this is gene and marine they're doing pretty good they got 13 yeah. percent yeah. left down yeah. on their house in an arp of uh yeah. so they're all right guys yeah. like, right, like just that, giving out everyone's the, personal that information guy has, like a language of business yeah. okay so yeah is so it too warm in here for brie yeah yeah <laughs> So that's the whole thing. So like that entire movie, there's no idiots. Right. Okay. They kind of portray Hemsworth as so this is this is what compacted that. Okay. And I think people wanted to be proven wrong. Okay. And when they weren't proven wrong, it was more of a rejection. And at that point, no one, I think they were scared into not vocalizing it. A little bit like Suicide Squad, where people really weren't coming out. And criticizing that movie properly because of some of the initial momentum and backlash. Speaking of Suicide yeah, Squad. Yeah, we should kind of touch on that. Do you part. think this guy actually has a case with the false advertising no, laws? Not at all. You don't think? No, not at all. Because So here's... here's Granity is in the movie, how, but... How, how, would you, 
How would you ever prove such a thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, and then then you have to prove damages. Yeah. All right. That's that's true. Okay. All right. There are no damages. But for yeah. for a minute there, it so, was seeming like you so, know what? That was some false advertising. Yeah, but, Joker barely in this bitch, and he's yeah. key top. But but th- but this is this is what or second to Will Smith. I I forget what the old, but he's like one of the top yeah. three act, and he's in like. So th- this is what I talked about earlier. This mm-hmm. is a part of this this new trend in new media that is destroying the way how movies are looked at what the intent of movies are mm-hmm. uh it i think it, it rips apart the artistic process of producing movies because now no decision is ever good enough right okay you can't even have a a democratic website like ryan tomatoes which is strictly a like it just collects and regurgitates everything that gets inputted in mm-hmm. and puts a number up right democratic mm-hmm. okay that gets attacked yeah okay and i don't know if you've read the, the petition but to the, get it shut down the guy's or... petition he like no grammar whatsoever really like none <laughs> okay horrible oh okay. man but but this is a part of it though see like the, so we're seeing we're seeing a erosion here in real time yeah because what this is going to do is this is going to challenge these people now they're going to second guess every little move every little step uh people are attacking suicide squad but they're not pumping it up either okay Mm because they're the second time i saw it i saw more good than bad i believe it i didn't hate it okay i didn't hate it i really like the approach okay that makes sense i think those characters get i mean look people are knocking killer croc for not having much of anything but th- he's still established mm-hmm. and if they did like a, a batman solo movie they can put him in it yeah and there would be like already like you you would not have to introduce at the very least he could be like that third villain that cameos yeah. for or, something or and he, it's not out of the blue open or the movie he cluttered because you know him yeah and supposedly i think one of the cut scenes is his capture too okay and they cut well I, I i thought i saw that we got to see like all of their yeah captures and how they all ended up I, there I'm and then they sure that's they went back on it. that was cut okay. i think slipknot's backstory right we saw that yeah. in our news feed um some of that got cut. I think there's a lot. Uh, there's it's so obvious that there's a lot cut out. Mm-hmm. Now, add it back in. Would it make usually the better version of the movie always gets released? Yeah. No. Okay? Yeah. This I sat through Batman yeah. versus Superman, and I couldn't really yeah. tell you what the hell was that. For for one of my, I mentioned this to you last night. For one of my, this might be like a solo Dream Warriors, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do a scene by scene analysis. Uh, BBS extended edition. Right. And I told you that it took me a week of watching it to be able to flow out what the plot of Lex Luthor was. Okay. Right. And believe it or not, it's his movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like he really is Lex Luthor in that movie. He's kind of the version of Lex Luthor everybody kind of wanted to see a long time. Right. Uh, you know, because people just associate him with like real estate deals, like mm-hmm. just is obsessed. Not with real really estate. a maniacal genius. Yeah, but he uh, from the first 
the first frame of uh, you know there's the um the the Bruce Wayne flashback in, in in the beginning right but after that from that first frame on when they're in the desert mm-hmm. it it's all plot projection and forward by Lex Luthor yes okay yep. and it took me a little bit of time to be able to dissect like why would he want the two of them to fight you know mm-hmm. because my one of my original arguments was that you know him and bruce wayne kind of want the same thing they want superman taken out right okay but here's the funny thing luther wants all of them taken out right he has information on all of them he wants the flash taken out he wants wonder woman taken out he wants to take out the metas that does not come across at all there's no statement of that but that's why he has the information so he wants Superman to take out the Dark Knight. He wants the Dark Knight to weaken Superman. And then he wants to unleash Doomsday to kill a weakened Superman. Okay? So, now here's the thing. That is pretty, that's pretty solid. Right. That makes sense to me. How we, how we got there is a, it, it's a rocky fucking road. Yeah. Okay? And there's so much in, in there that is like the Man of Steel sequel mm-hmm. that you're almost like this really takes away from what what his plot is okay now the beginning of that movie right oh wait so yes so we have the Bruce Wayne flashback and then we have Bruce Wayne saving trying to save people and then right. we have the desert so okay so yeah. the that whole part okay if if the internet wasn't like these, if there weren't these crybabies, okay, these people that acted like they act like that they're insiders, and mm-hmm. some of these commentators like work in, like they work around Hollywood, right? But they, you still don't know. You don't yeah. know what the decision process is. People, everybody wants to do backseat driver, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the thing: the whole like Wayne Tower in Metropolis was a reaction. Like, you know, like, we have to address this. We have to address this destruction. And we have to show, like, that it, it was meaningful. Right. Okay? And I thought they, they perfect solution. Like, they really found the best way to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, if they just ignored the internet and just found another angle for the two of them to go at it, it would have been a, a much better movie. Yeah. It would have been a, a, probably a different movie. They would have been able to sell the two of them going up against one another from the get-go. Right. Okay? Because I had a lot of people that aren't in, in the flow of it. That are like, why would the two of them fight? Why are they fighting? Mm-hmm. How could how could Ben Affleck... Well, like, win? every time that it happens in the comic books, isn't it like a supervillain finally catches them at their worst and forces them to do it or or superman has an alien parasite so, that's yeah, driving him or yeah i i think in in all of them and even like the 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 elseworld encounters okay the only one and the reason why it resonates that only made sense of how they were set up to go up against one another was dark knight returns Okay, because there, there was like right. A, that, he, there was a, Superman, Batman's anti-government. Superman is with the government. Yeah. He's supposed and to be out. He's it was sanctioned. Ideology, and, and, right? And it's Frank Miller. What he he gave Green Arrow, like.
like a couple word balloons. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Green Arrow explains it for all of us, right? Like for us, for the audience, and right. he says, "Look," and it was so eloquent. And he just he he says, "I always knew it was going to come down to the two of you." Yep. Meaning that they knew that the the vigilantes and the superheroes were going to get stripped of their power. Okay, so like in a way, maybe before Dark Knight Returns, there was the sentiment among the superhero, you know, the superhero class, that they were going to just be like they were going to be a forced fact. out yeah, eventually, be forced out. or killed, and, or in the, end, in the end, it will be these two tight. These two are the two that can't stop. Right. Okay. Right. It's it's them. Yeah. And He's not. And Bruce Wayne is his costume. Batman yeah. is his life. So that was like another subtext to the two. So now you have like you have two layers now right. of that conflict. Mm-hmm. N- nothing else really does. It. I know Injustice does it where the Joker kill. I and I think King, King Kingdom Come, and I they even alluded to it in BVS that that some something happens to Lois. That makes Superman go rogue. Right. And and Batman kind of needs to, to cap that. On the side note, yeah. speaking of, did did you read where the Joker's damage tattoo came from and that whole backstory? No. Really? Holy oh, shit, dude. The this. director came out and cleared everything up. So what happened was the Joker killed Robin. I, I'm pretty sure it's Jason Todd. I think they said it was Jason Todd before the movie came out when all the speculation was going on. So what's Robin? But either way, he killed a Robin, yeah. right? So Batman loses his shit and ends up smashing and smashing and smashing. Knocks out all of his teeth. That's where the grills ah. come from. And then he sends him to Arkham. The damage tattoo is is a reaction to you damaged me. I was beautiful. That's the whole like in those flashbacks where he's yeah. like he's still handsome even though he's been chemically yeah. bathed and Batman broke that and he damaged him and that's why he started tattooing himself and everything because the bat like took my looks away. Yeah. Like he uglied that, me. Yeah, I, I always thought he was uh it's sort of brain damaged. Ah, uh, yeah, like brain damage you damaged me. You that that yeah. But see, once like, that was cleared up, it was like that. But that's what I don't, like. That's sort of stuff that I really missed. Yeah, because there should have been in. Because there's such a deep design well. in Suicide Squad mm-hmm. that even Harley has tattoos. Right, like she has something on her cheek. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that is. I think that one she, says Putin. She has stuff on her legs that are upside down. Like, she has the the Harlequin yeah. band around her arm, and and the, the stuff on her legs, like I said, it's upside down, so it looks like that she did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, she is the tattoo shop. Like it, right, that, because, that was all cut that, from that's the movie. So too. she and I think yeah. I saw she does like someone. I hey, this might be a rumor or not, but I think they said she like all of her tattoos were like needle and ink. Yeah. Individual, like, like yeah. she did them well, prison that's what, style. That's what some of them look like. Right. Yeah. So I that and that's I think the layer of detail a lot of people did it needed. Yeah. That it, they missed. shouldn't have cut that out because even even some of what the Joker wears in mm-hmm. that is like especially what they call the boxer is so so interesting and you really don't you only see from the from the waist up. Right. It's so weird. And I don't get it, but I, I, like, the reason why you give characters tattoos and you tell people that there's a story for them, and we're going to use these tattoos to help tell our story, people, I think, quickly identify with it, because that's what people 
one tattoo is for. Mm-hmm. And then you don't get that. Like, I don't know. To me, it's like, sue about that. Like, yeah. Don't sue about just something that's mm-hmm. in the movie and you say it's not in the movie enough. Like, sue about something that's not in the movie. Yeah, you that, said we were going to find out these yeah. tattoos told a story and there's no because, story to be told. Because I still don't understand. Because the Joker has a dead Robin on one arm. Like a Robin. I didn't notice yeah, he, that. Yeah, he has a Robin with like an arrow through it. But then he has a bat on the other bicep, but he didn't kill the bat. Like, the one's indicating, like, the death of Robin. Uh-huh. So what's the bat for? Or, Maybe it's for when he kills. I mean, yeah, you get the like, cross through Or get, like, yeah, you get, like, a Ghostbuster symbol yeah, like, right? around it. I'm going to put Superman's yeah. S over this once he kills Batman. Yeah. So, okay, so real quick. So, um, so Monster Mania just ended for you, um. Yesterday. With, with, with some tailgating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, tailgating okay. and shopping. And did you spend a lot of money? Did you? I spent in? I spent a decent amount of money. Okay. <laughs> this is this is my last hurrah, really, before like trying to buy the house. So yes. like come the, the rest of August, the only thing I really have to buy is Ash vs. the Evil Dead season one when okay. that hits oh, DVD the, um, Blu-ray. The the stars show, right? Yeah, and when we do our VHS did, hunters, I'm just giving myself a twenty dollar allowance yeah. for that. Did, so did you? watch that no i stayed so away from it i stayed I away from spoilers I, I don't know I anything i haven't watched any of it i don't know any of it. i have no idea me neither okay i just know lucy lawless is in it and, oh, I'm sure yeah yeah interesting is there any traction on the the remake sequel i don't think so i think it all came to this because like there's that? a season two i didn't hate it i liked i really liked how they took it like back to the scary roots i just i love the idea that they like altered the gender of Ash. That was and, cool and they too. Gave Ash I love that little twist where they. But it's like a legitimate origin for Ash, mm-hmm. where the other one's just choppy, muddy, and sloppy. Yeah. yeah. Like this is literally the hero rises at the end. Mm-hmm. It's and it's almost like man, like you can't, like just make more of it. Yeah. Like I no, think that's it's definitely enjoyable. It. It's Evil Dead now. If they kept it going, they could even appease the fanboys and do the fucking Ash female Ash like what? Yeah. Because like, you just cross well, them they, over they, into like I Deadite. They, um, didn't, didn't they put the new? I thought it was in continuity. I thought it was almost like one of those soft continuity reboots. I feel like Evil it kind Dead. of is, but then I feel like it kind of also gets stomped out with Ash coming back in. Yeah, in the, but the new it's one. but. Isn't Army of Darkness alternate dimensions already? It's more time travel than alternate dimensions. Time. So they can, right? You can do anything. Now. Yeah, I mean, like she you, she could she could read from travel. the Necronomicon at the end of yeah. her second movie, and then get sucked into the TV show of Ash versus yeah. or vice versa. And, and the the Necro is it's like your Morpheus chair. It's yeah. your cosmic cube. Yep. It can kind of just it does whatever, do whatever. you need yeah. it to do to serve it the story. Yeah. Yep. It's your MacGuffin. Yeah, it is, yeah, it's it's actually the ultimate horror MacGuffin. Yes. Other than, like, uh, would you put the Hellraiser's box in that? Because that seems right. That doesn't do anything. Yeah, it just Other summons than, them. Right. It but the, have... I mean, Christ, the Necronomicon book is even in yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. Jason goes to hell. I think it's in the Mummy movies too. Along right? with the knife. Now yeah. the mummies have the Book of the Life and the, the Gold Book and the Black Book. Yeah, but I thought one of them was called like the Necro. I think the the Egyptian Book of the Dead is maybe the Necromonic. Maybe it's in my watch list because I, I just yeah. got the Steel Book for so, that. What so what do you think about? I'll get back to you. <laughs> Tom Cruise remaking the Mummy. You know, I 
I wasn't crazy about it at first, but after some of the movies that have come out in the last two years that I judged harshly early yeah. on, like I'm I'm not gonna shit on them until I so, see them. So, but I'm not really excited because I'm just not a big yeah. Tom Cruise fan. Yeah, so you know me, I love Tom Cruise. Right. Okay. Like the greatest movie ever. Live Die Repeat is probably my favorite movie he's yeah. done. So from Or Edge of Tomorrow, sorry. Yeah. That's the tagline. So from like my perspective, like Tom Cruise is probably the best script workshop artist, like maybe in the history of Hollywood. What do you mean script workshop well, artist? Well, he he runs his own projects, okay. Uh, he's you know done so for Paramount for a long time. Okay. Okay. And he he takes ideas and he builds teams around those ideas. Okay. Okay. And you know sometimes scripts come to him and he says, well. You know, I'm going to have to be in this movie because I'm the only one that can get the financing, get the insurance. I'm clean. I'm not like a drug abuser, and and insurance companies love that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how a lot of movies get made with like Brad Pitt, like okay. the Plain B movies. They get a level of financing um, because of Brad Pitt. Like Glorious Basterds, they said right. we never have gotten the money if Brad Pitt was not in the movie. I believe it. Okay, so anyway, so. You have Tom Cruise who continuously develops scripts, and more often than not, he he makes better movies. Like I don't, he doesn't make god awful movies, right? But uh, if you look what he he's done with like the Last Samurai, the Mission Impossible movies, mm-hmm. uh, I it, it's quirky as hell, but Night and Day with Cameron Diaz, okay, which is so. And he was in the run of doing like nothing but spy movies for a while. Right, he, he was almost in, he was in the run of doing nothing but sci-fi mm-hmm. and like nothing but spy, and it's 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 very eclectic. Well, like Matt okay? Damon's in the same shtick now. He just finally broke it with that Great Wall movie. Yeah, Interstellar, The Martian. Yeah, I didn't care uh, about that. I mean, not re- what I, what the wall. Yeah part of me does just because of the whole monster element like that yeah. is me but i'm like it my, my boss summed it up the best way he's like there you go hollywood make another movie about asia and have a white guy as the lead just yeah, like 47 I, ronin and, like and, yeah and that's that is and it, he and think, he it, like he made the best point criticism. of like why wouldn't you cast jet lee in this movie yeah not even jet lee there's like other people yeah they're definitely there's, there's, there's other people the who, guy who played han and fast and the Fear. Yeah. like there's there's a yeah, million and one asian american actors who could have pulled his it name's off rain okay he's, okay he's huge overseas he's okay like a, a music dance guy he's like a, almost like i've never asian seen the Justin movie Timberlake. i just i oh, just no. know rain, that rain's the guy but he's he was the asian guy in um speed racer and okay. Storm Shadow in G.I. Joe. Okay. Okay. And that dude's look, he has such a cinem he has real cinematic features, like mm-hmm. angles. Yeah. And his face just fucking photographs awesome. Mm-hmm. Put that dude in it. Yeah, that's what I'm he's saying. So like and, why? Like no homo, but he's so good looking. Like he, I he won't lie. I would probably be offended if when they announced the live action Aladdin movie that will be out within the next five years, the, since that's what they're doing for everything. Patrick, yeah, you get Jason Patrick. You get or, friggin' Jason Patrick or who, Jason Segal or. Wait, how how would we whitewash Aladdin? What's oh I I have it. 
What do you I, got? Dude, I have the ultimate Aladdin. What do you got? Zach Efron. Oh, my God. And you're probably right, dude, too. Dude, but he looks awesome with his shirt off, <laughs> so he can rock the vest. He can wear the little beanie. Yeah, he could rock. Dude. The Fez. Sorry, then, the Fez. And then they would probably genderize Jasmine, right? Yeah. Because then at that point, Well, they like, probably just bring care. on Selena Gomez. Who would be Jafar? Uh, Jeremy Irons, probably. Dude, he's so good. And BBS, he is literally so freaking good as Alfred. He's good in The Lion King yeah, too. He's, he's good in everything. He's, he, uh, I love Die Hard with Vengeance. Vengeance yeah, keeps a ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aspirin, <laughs> keeps a ball. But he is so freaking good mm-hmm. as Alfred because he believe like. And you know what? Too people would talk about the Dark Knight having like good great actors, but everyone that plays Alfred adds a layer of nuance yeah it's continuous yeah okay uh, my to this day my favorite's michael gout yeah i won't lie well yeah he's uh, he's the comic book one yeah, he's, he's he's the comic book alfred to me he'll just yeah. always be but i don't know so um but wait so jafar would be my my pick for jafar would be gary oldman okay 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 i think that would that would be dude that's a solid lineup now <laughs> who would play jasmine's father we have to get someone old. Uh, the dude who played Mace Tyrell in uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, he was in uh, the Odyssey too. That yeah. sci-fi movie one. Yes, he would. He would be a good. He would be good. Yeah. A good Sultan, if we were whitewashing this bitch. <laughs> and then Abu would be a. Realist. Well, who's Genie? Who? Well, no. So here's the thing. So when Disney does these live actions, they take that stuff out. Do they though? Because so, I thought Cinderella still had a fairy godmother with well, the they rats. Kinda, I haven't seen Cinderella, but I think they have like normal looking rats. Well, he, yeah, they're normal looking, but Hell yeah. Bottom or Carter still. But she's not all. I would not imagine her being magicked up though. Like she'd be toned down. I think she's toned down, but she's, I think she still does okay. the sprinkle and arrive. Right, so, and the... so we have a CGI realistic monkey mm-hmm. for a boo boo or a boo. Right. Okay. A realistic tiger for Raja, Jasmine's right. tiger. Right. Okay. So, all right. To add a little bit of magic, we have to... It's got to be someone not over the top, but they have they have to be a comedian, though, right? Right. They have... So who's... Oh, I know who. How about... <laughs> Dude, this would make it so backwards. It's not whitewashing it, but Azia Zir. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel and, like... And you're like, like, and he's the only one, he's, he's like the one that should be Aladdin. Yeah, like, right. I feel yeah. like he would make a better Santiago. Because you still need the talking loud mouth parrot. Yes. He would be a great... What are you doing, Jafar? Yeah, or he could just... Jasmine's out there with Aladdin, and he, you're sitting here... He, he could just be him, but without being the parrot. He could just be a, a character now that would maybe always wear a ring. like a little okay, like the shopkeeper at the beginning who tells the story. That's right, the so genie. Need, okay, so we still need we still who, need a who's genie. hot in comedy right now. Um, should we should we gender it? Like who's who's the um the girl from the Heat, the Ghostbusters girl? Uh, Melissa McCarthy. That's your genie. I'm gonna say Jim Jeffries because I just oh. want an Australian genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, would, that would be so weird, dude. Melissa McCarthy as the genie, though. I mean, it could work. 
that because dude she bumbles and fumbles that's a little bit of her character like that's those are a lot of the characters or that's how she improvs or and that's i think she's hilarious that way definitely because what was the one movie where she steals the identity like, oh identity, identity thief? thief yeah oh, that movie made me pee myself <laughs> i don't care like people judge her so like she's always like to me it's almost like adam sandler mm-hmm. i don't care like all those movies to me are the same adam sandler there's your genie you just found him for me adam sandler Dude, the internet would melt. <laughs> if, if you wanted to destroy the internet <laughs> you, you launched, yeah you launched that Okay. And that's that's all Vladimir Putin needs to do <laughs> to shut down the American like economy and internet. <laughs> if he really wants to cripple America, yeah, right. Just just leak put out your movie, on the Put your cast. money up. Put your stolen money up. Okay, and put that. Make that movie happen. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> just. Dude, riots it, will be everywhere. That is all. I'm, but I'll tell you, I like Zach as, as oh Aladdin. Oh God, that just works so well. But but it is, I want to give that to Jay Burchell so, too. So here, here's the thing: are, are we making an argument for whitewashing? Because how would you how would you appropriately fit other than like the kid from Life of Pi? Yeah, see, like, that one's tougher right, than something right. like Mulan or because then, like if they wanted to make a Mulan movie live action, you got Miho from yeah, I think there's Sin City, like there's yeah, that's more, just it, it, Amer- I feel like I feel like our country just hasn't fully accepted Bollywood yet. I, I and think, it's slowly no, I think, coming around. I think, it, I think it did. It just it, it already got regurgitated the same way how like anime got regurgitated. And what happens is like... Well, the big problem like, is is there aren't, like, it, as if I'm thinking right now about Indian-American actors, um, I got the the older guy from The Life of Pi and the younger guy who's in Jurassic World, the older one who oh, runs the, the Jurassic park. World, dude, yeah. Um, I, we old, got the two... He's, yeah, he's too old he's for too it, old, but yeah. we got the two guys from Knocked Up to the little old guy who's in jail for, oh, like, okay. killing his Harold woman. Ah, uh, yes, yes. That's uh, your best bet. Yeah. The Kumar guy. Yeah. Or Harold. Kumar. Kumar, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Harold's the Asian. Right. 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 Duh. He's a. Ka- so, Cal Penn. So, yeah, but uh, here, I'll tell you one thing, though. But he's like your biggest leading man yeah. from. But Aladdin needs sex appeal. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. Because he's supposed to court a princess. A true princess. A, as yeah. a street rat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like. Now, and I, I, re- I really do get it, but. Even right now, having this discussion, mm-hmm. it's not that I, it's not that I don't think these people get chances. Yeah, no. Okay, no. I just I, I really feel like like they could kill Sulu in the new Star Trek, and people want Spock and, and Kirk. Right, right. Black, white, Asian, mm-hmm. Indian people, male, female, dogs and cats. They want Spock and Kirk. Period. Right. That's what drives those movies. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think there's a little bit of truth in that that people like to ignore. But how could you how how could you make a even now with the way how things are mm-hmm. just like PR nonsense nonsense? How could you have a properly cast live action Aladdin movie without getting your head ripped off, Walt Disney? I think the only thing that they could do. To not what, you'd have make to make a CGI. You no, not even. You'd have to just un- cast an unknown at that point. Like you find yeah. a kid that really just embodies Aladdin, and, and know, then you build would, the movie around. Yeah. 
like him. I think you have to maybe get the maybe. You're, Obviously, your two majors that way. Yeah, you have to get Jasmine that way too. Yeah, and but then, then everybody else could and be. Then I would get the line that killed Zigfrey or Roy. <laughs> Whatever white line that that is, put that dude in there as Raja, because <laughs> that line was just that line. You know what was happening. <laughs> Lion's like, look, man, I had one bad day. Yeah, right. I, they, I don't think they ever killed that lion. I, don't I think they, they refuse. I think yeah. Roy refused Which to put great. it down. Yeah, Which I mean, great. that's you take that risk. Well, it's you know what, but that lion's been on stage with them for like ten years or mm-hmm. something. No incident. Right. And like I said, it's almost like the Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. Like where like the origin of the Joker is one bad day. Right. So he tries to give Jim Gordon. That one bad one day. bad day to make him into like another Joker. Mm-hmm. The line that line had just had a killing joke. It was one bad day. Like I thought I was helped. I forgot my teeth were razor sharp. Yeah, right. I forgot. I, I thought I thought you were a morsel. The old timers yeah. is sinking in. I'm an old tiger. All right. So real quick though, um, you haven't seen this. No. You want to no. do this? Yeah, yeah. Let's check this out. The uh, the Rogue One new trailer. So some of the audio might pick up, some of it may not. I'm going to play this. I'm going to get something to drink. Are you okay? Are you uh, okay with your beer? It's all going. It's all going? You want some of this? Um, okay. You're driving? You okay? Yeah, right, no, I'm going to put okay. this in the fridge. Then, okay. Because I, I thought I was going to drink it. All right, I'm going to grab some water. We're going to do this. Ready? Oh, doke. Oh. oh, and our audio is off. We're just going to back it up, because I don't know what I'm doing. Here we go. Cool. Yeah. 
I got two two big things that kind of stood out. Yeah, a little bit. One, I don't understand why they didn't go with the guy who played Grand Moff Tarkin's body double in oh. Revenge of the Sith because he more has the face for it. And if this is taking place weeks or hours before A New Hope, that Tarkin just looks too young to me. So it kind of throws me a tad. And we're, we're positive the guy in the white's Tarkin. I'm pretty sure because okay. it's Death Star. Like, I it's thought, the whole leading the, into it. I thought there was digital work done for that guy to make him look like Grand Moff. I mean, there might have been. Yeah. But at the same... so I mean, right, it just so, takes me a little bit out. Okay, so that's what's, what's your second? The second one is, it seems like the um, the Asian guy is going to be, at the very least, Force-sensitive. Maybe not a Force user, because it looked like he deflected a bullet. Yeah. And their whole thing was, this movie's going to have a real sense of danger, because there's no Jedi or Force user well, there I to think, save the day. So, here's a little bit of what I know. I think the planet that they're on mm-hmm. is a Jedi, like... Like not homeworld, but it's a it's a Jedi affiliated planet. Okay. Star system. Okay. Okay. So, but the thing is, though, they've already kind of um, with Force Awakens, with Kylo Ren mm-hmm. not being a Jedi, not being a Sith. Like I I think they're creating a gray maybe, areas. Well, maybe like a different class, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, because well, they they've already kind of started to do it with the with the Clone Wars TV show and the Rebels because after are, are you up to date? I haven't, I, I haven't, I haven't watched, seen any of them. but I I start I watched Rebels like I've been watching okay. that one thoroughly How through. It's it's solid. It's yeah. really good. Okay. It's it's better than the prequels and by it's far. Thirty minutes, right? Yeah, half hour. Yeah. I have season one if you want to borrow it. Okay, um, I think it's on Netflix. Not yet. Oh, it's not. Clone Wars is. But, like, Ahsoka in the Clone Wars gets accused of bombing the Jedi Temple and all this stuff, and she's going to be excommunicated. Well, by the end of the episode, Anakin clears her. But she's so fed up with it and everything, she leaves the Order, and that's how they got rid of her without killing her. And when she popped back up on Rebels, she has dual... Well, I think think from... White lightsabers. Okay. Because she's not a Jedi. Yeah, I think just force sensitive at that point. I think from a storytelling standpoint, when you you didn't get this clear division of a, or a clear definition, okay, mm-hmm. and then division of a Jedi run universe, okay, meaning that, you know, they're not running it, but they are active. Yeah. And then having that stripped away with the extermination of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. When you didn't feel them having power before and when you, you didn't feel repercussions of them not, not having the power. Right. It, it now makes it difficult to have a, a Sith only or a Jedi only wielding the Force. Right. Because now like you, you almost have to compensate for like kind of like the failure of mm-hmm. episodes one, like I would say mostly one and two right okay because uh, I think the the killing montage works in revenge because you're like oh my god they're just like taking these dudes out but there was like no fault there you didn't feel a fallout from that right okay so if, if there is like this middle class that they're establishing that can maybe sway either way um 
like. Well, like, it's like I, what I they did I, with Maz Katana. Yeah, like, think, she's not necessarily a Jedi, but she's Force-sensitive. Yeah, she I, can use it. She can wield I it. I think but. you have to... Like, you, you kind of have to have that. Yeah. And I think it's something that they're going to explore. Well, I feel like it would be more prominent in a movie like Rogue One yeah. or Episode 7 yeah. because the Jedi are wiped out to not teach you how to hone it. Yeah. So you might get you might be strong enough to block a bullet here or yeah. there well, or I, I, stop some rocks, but with, you're not... With Yoda's, in the skills. With, with Yoda's speech in Empire, when he really talks about it being around you mm-hmm. and kind of like through you and it's life and it's death, you know, like all kind of these things that he alludes to. Right. He, the, where your logic goes with that, okay, is it's essentially that maybe you could be born with it, mm-hmm. okay, and you and you may get trained and you may not you may become a soldier for it to some capacity mm-hmm. or you can just have it and that was lost in one two and three right and i think now they're might be getting back to it and i and i'm pretty sure they seem like they're smart enough not to kind of explain it right yeah, J.J. Abrams already said, midichlorians will not be mentioned yeah, anymore. But it, yeah, but they really didn't even explain what, like, there was, there was no scene in the Alliance or anyone connected to Kylo Ren mm-hmm. that says what he is. Right. In, in New Hope, they define what Vader is. They, they define him as, as a Sith fairly early yeah. in that, okay? The last remnants of a dying religion yeah or... okay yeah and you like they're and they make fun of them throughout the whole movie yeah they kind of do like just like your hokey religion yeah and it, your... it's kind of funny how they get upset when he starts killing people in <laughs> empire where he, like his talent his like no shit attitude is just elevated because mm-hmm. he's just like look tarkin's dead i'm the boss yeah. now and, and yeah and because guys... we don't have an emperor then Right. In the originals, we didn't get the Emperor yeah. until the third. So he was I, only mentioned. So I really think this. this or the movie sixth, or looks however. Like the home run, though. You guys want? Oh yeah, by far. I mean, you you have a a bazooka. I'm I'm excited for these uh there's, these spinoffs. There's a bazooka getting shot at an at that head. That kind of bothers me a tad. I love it, dude. It's cool. Dude. Don't get me wrong, but like, and, and it's like I've it's seen boxes. fighter pilots blast these things in the head. Not it's well, just no, it it brushes it off. No, it, does. it looks like it's taking it no, down because he he hits it right in the no, neck, and it, it looks like it's like it looks like it just. I think it's crippling. It I think he took it down. Well, so here's the thing: these aren't adats either. Okay. They're ATCTs, I think. Okay. They're, they're one evolution down from what we saw in Empire. Makes and sense. And later return. Okay. Because we saw him walking around like Endor, so they're one down. But at the same time, though. It's just cool. Yeah. It's just cool that it's a bazooka getting shot at that thing, and, and the, I love the um, the tie fighter. Well, you know, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I kind of want to go back the, now with the eye. Oh, um, uh, this guy right here. Shit. He is. No, no, that's no, Snowman from no, no, from Blade Two. The the fuck. Oh man, what is his name? This is gonna kill me. The he's in the panic room with Jared Leto and Jodie Foster. For the Forrest Whitaker. Oh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest yeah. Whitaker's characters from the Clone Wars TV show. Oh, is he? Saul Guerrero. 
He's oh. in like a two episode arc on the TV show, and he what's, starts out what's as his character, uh, Sar Guerrera. Like what is like? He, what? I think he's like it's him and his sister on the planet, okay. and Obi Wan like comes across him or Anakin. I'm not familiar with the Clone Wars stories, but I saw that was linking to it. Okay, and he is definitely Saul Guerrero from the Clone Wars animated. So they're tying all that stuff back. I'm still kind of waiting for Ahsoka yeah. to pop up in like Episode Eight as the new old Yoda, as like okay. a woman type. But there you go. Boom. Ready? Here we go. And look, see? It hits it right in the... Oh, okay, it hits the cannon. Yeah. That's okay. It looks like it's taking it down. No, dude, it just hit the cannon. Look, it just... We'll, we'll go back. Total... Look, see, it hits the cannon. Yeah. See? Okay, and then there's fire after the blast. So he just takes down one. But it doesn't matter because you already see how destructive those things are against... In the other trailers, they're just, like, wiping people out. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, they're precision strikes... Which I, which I like. You know, that the, the ad-acts are kind of just... Do know. we want to talk about any of the rumors or fan theories for this? Not so, I mean, what are the two big ones? The, the, well, girl, the, the girl's Captain Phasma, or the girl's one of the TIE fighters that, that's next to Vader during the trench run. I wasn't thinking that. No, oh, what, what, okay. there's, there's a scene where a hooded figure is walking towards a tube. Yeah. And people are speculating that that's Darth Sidious. And in the tube okay. is the Emperor Snoke. And he oh. gets advice from him, keeping him alive. Oh. And this so that movie would, will... That make Snark, Snoke, Snoke possibly Dark Plagueis. Ty- yes. Yes, people about. think that he's in the same tank that Luke is in. And he's been advising yeah. the Emperor. I would, like, I would be okay with all that if, if they really made that approach. If they really wanted to tie it together. Because I, but at the same time... I think what serves them moving forward is establishing new threats. Yeah. Well, I have my theory okay. on who I think yeah. Snoke is. And I, I honestly think Snoke is just Snoke. Like, he's a brand new everything. I, I could see that. Okay, because, I won't rule that out. Because I think it ties back more, though. Because I just think it serves what they're doing better. Mm-hmm. And, like... And yeah, this is something that they say they never do in Hollywood, okay? But they literally are creating themselves out of a hole with the new Star Wars, right? Like with with, with the next three, not not Rogue One, okay? Well, like you want to hear my theory on this? Okay, <laughs> it's it's a little out there, but I think because they they've already alluded to like this guy's seeing the Clone Wars, he's seen the rise and fall of the Empire, he's seen uh-huh. all that stuff. On Star Wars Rebels, there's a young Jedi about my age, Ezra, and there's an older Jedi about your age, Kanan. Okay. Kanan is one of the few Jedi who survived Order 66. His master sacrificed himself, he gave up being a Jedi, became a smuggler, starts to fight for the Rebellion, meets Ezra. This season is kind of setting up Ezra to go to the dark side. I think that's a total MacGuffin. They're going to kill Ezra, and that's going to drive Kanan to the dark side. Uh, so Ahsoka Kane. will jack Kanan up. So Kanan's the guy with the hat, right? Kanan's the one with the ponytail. The pony. Okay. Kane, right. Ahsoka will jack him up, yeah. and he will become See, Snoke. I, I don't really think... I think Snoke I, is Kanan. I think these from the cartoons are just... 
I don't think they would ever drive a storyline for the movie through the cartoon. I would have thought that until they brought this guy in. I just think they the saw Guerrero character. Think it's and always I, I feel like first. they're going to use the rebels as a jumping off point. I feel like they're really just going to try yeah, and yeah, maybe I, I just the fact that rebels, they tied that with it yeah, and I don't everything see else. Having, it's not a powerhouse. It's, it's not, not a merchandising power. It, it would, doesn't really. See the thing is, is like, though, must you could watch. still, you could do the Kanan story, and do all of that, and sum it up in like a ten minute flash, yeah. and it's there for the fans of the TV show. And if you've never seen the TV show, it will Maybe. still make sense to you in this broad stroke of this guy used to be a Jedi. He survived the Clone Wars. His apprentice died after his master died, and he didn't want to give up. The, like he didn't want to use the Force. This kid convinces him to teach him. He takes him under his wing. The kid dies. It drives him back. Like, yeah, you, you could do that in the yeah, movie just, and the te- like. So just, it's not stepping on toes, but it's still. I just yeah, like maybe. That's where I'd put my money. That's that's I why. Just, yeah, it just to me, it just seems like even with Rogue One. Mm-hmm. So you have an opportunity with Rogue One to pull in characters from three and four. Right. And they're they're not. Right. They, okay. To an extent, as far as we know. Well, you, you, well my mom, it's like, in it. Yeah, you, I've seen rumor that Jimmy Schmitz reprised his role. Like you, you, yeah, I think he is in it. Yeah, but you have this, like almost like administrative part. Okay, so you have the administration side of the the the, the rebels mm-hmm. and the empire, and those are second tier characters. They're not plot drivers. Right. Okay. They're almost there strictly for exposition. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So the characters that are going to be on the posters and the books and moving merchandise, they're all new. Right. And the reason why I think that is, is because it's easier to create... Well, no, I think it's easier to create substantial new characters when it comes to Star Wars rather than connecting these dots and and well yeah because you you know that that han solo and chewbacca had nothing to do with getting the plans they were trying to go to java so it wouldn't make sense to try and work them into this movie and and i i think there's a initiative like they said many bothan spies died to get us these plans yeah so of course they're going to give us the was that for yes new hope or was i i'm pretty sure it's a new hope i thought that was jedi I think I thought it was New Hope. I, I could be tell. wrong. Yeah, I can't. I can't tell. We already have three Star Wars movies. Well, technically, even if you consider Force Awakens, like there's there's four Star Wars movies now around a Death Planet. Yeah. <laughs> like the Death Star is. And there's one around literally... Jabba's kid. <laughs> there, there's literally Jabba's kid. Yeah. Let that sink. Well, in. that would never be in the movie. It is. What, it's the Clone movie? Wars animated movie that went to no, theaters. that's not. That counts. That, that count. went to theaters. That one it counts. It count. At the very it's least. Oh, look, it's it's canon. Garbage. It's how it counts. I agree. I agree. Jabba never had a kid, but... No, well, no, hey. he may have. He was He was a part of... Like, because you saw him in... Um, he the, could barely move! Didn't you see that in <laughs> episode one? But when they're at the um, yeah, it's the yeah. races. You mm-hmm. see the male, and you see Jabba and like his wife. Is that his wife though? Because I thought that, I thought was, that was Gardo the Hutt, his brother. Yeah, 
But anyway, so you, you see like a family of huts. Yeah. Okay. But see, like, but that's damn But that's loves. the problem. See, this is why you create no over. Trying you to do what they yeah. did because job of the hut is so freaking scary. Thinking that he's just like the only one like that. Like yeah, you know, like not understanding how he came into existence makes him so much more scary. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that there's like a family of them mm-hmm. just makes it sound it, well i mean they've alluded to it a million and like one times when they say Christmas the huts special. it's like the star yeah but that's fine the huts could be a a um ah uh, yeah it could be like a black flag or yeah type anything it, it could be yeah it could be a um like a rank right it could be anything but that's what that's what killed if you watch the star wars christmas special as soon as you saw the picture when they're doing the intro of chewbacca's family <laughs> Just I the, bought that at just, Monster Mania yeah, last just year. Just the intro of that, you there's no way you buy into that, no matter how good. Well, it's it's those, Earth Day it, or Planet Day. Yeah, it's some galactic type Christmas. But there's no way you buy a Chewbacca family. And that's right, George Lucas. I said I own your holiday special on DVD. Yeah, it and, will never, ever, ever go away, good that's, sir. That's it right. exists, and you did it. That's right where it gets. Where we get shut down. <laughs> we're, going, we're still going to do. We're going to get um, a letter in the mail. <laughs> we're still going to do a drunk commentary for that. Okay. I think we, we that's on our list. Okay. Okay. I'll bring the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> it's a clean copy so, too. It's so clean. Quick, we'll go through this real quick. Initial thoughts on the top ten movies. Uh, my initial August thoughts 12th, are son of a bitch. I'm missing sausage party. I got to get out of here. I gotta yeah. go see it. Well, do you like? Do you care about that? I actually really do. I think it's gonna be just as I, good as this is the end, I, just with food I instead of people. Great. I think it's great that that got made. Yeah, adult animation. Re- yeah. It, there's and, there's a market for and again, it. Again, like, people say there's nothing original. There's mm-hmm. nothing. And, and look, we're we're smack between. Even though I do consider Suicide Squad original. Yes. Okay. But it's still smack between Suicide Squad and Pete's Dragon. Mm-hmm. And below that is Jason Bourne. Right. So your top four movies are, and number two is a original crazy idea. Right. And I'm I'm very excited to see that. But look, but then we have Bad Moms. So what I guess Pete's Dragon did, did that bomb. What was the budget for that? Uh, couldn't tell you. Estimate. Uh, estimated budget was sixty five. Okay. Domestic thus far is twenty one plus foreign. We're at twenty six, so it has a chance. Um, I didn't realize I was so modestly budgeted. I, I, thought, I thought that was like a one thirty. Oh, I didn't know Carl Urban was in that. Yeah, he, I, yeah, he's the and then Jason Bourne, Bad Moms, Secret Life of Pets is dude killing it. I went and saw it. Thirty five. So, <laughs> And that's, I went and that's saw Universal, it. too. So that's Universal Comcast. Yes. Dude, they're having a hell of a two-year stretch now. I, they're, they're I think they're Disney. the new Pixar. Because uh, I'll say DreamWorks is still right where they're at. They just pump out good content. But Pixar lately, to me, they've been slipping. They've been slipping for a while. Well, I, I, I'll I, say and, since and, before and Toy like, Story 3. Cars, they started to lose and, me. I um, Yeah. Like, it I, just became very... Well, we got cars. We got planes. We got cars, too. Oh, we're doing... Door, like, yeah. you're giving I, me all these sequels. Where's my Incredibles 2, Brad Bird? I don't really care about it. No, I want it. I still want it. I still want it. I don't care about it. Samuel Jackson's the best in that. Where's my super suit, woman? Yeah. I want Incredibles I think their 2. problem is that is, is exactly what you're... 
like asking for. I could see it, that. They became a sequel house. Instead of but an original eventually house. DreamWorks became a sequel house. To an extent. Uh, Blue Sky became a sequel house. Because here's the thing. A lot of these sequels still have, I think, original ideas. Yeah. But And you put new people on them. Mm-hmm. But it's so hard to make up new stuff all the time. Right. With this, with enough appeal to break a hundred million. I can see that. It's it's so see, but to me, it's it, not it, easy. To me, it would be easier to get a hundred million out of something different than Shrek Five, because by Shrek Five, what the hell story are you gonna tell me now? At, like it, at that yeah, point, and I don't think how would you, how could you ever get better than Shrek Two? Exactly. You you just Mm-mm. I mean I I literally think I will back this up Shrek Two better than anything DreamWorks I mean better than anything Pixar put out. Oh yeah, by far. I think DreamWorks is yeah. tenfold better than Pixar. Yeah, and their content is and more you know, mature and, too. But like how to lo- how to train your dragon, the kid loses a foot. Yeah. That's hardcore. Yeah. Like the but, kid loses a foot. And the thing is, if 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 you wanted more Incredibles, dude, they got DreamWorks has Megamind, right? Which is awesome. I like Megamind. Okay, but and, and Me- but Megamind, mm. there was enough there to do like twelve to, minutes to expand yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and to go, to, you know, for lack of a better term, to go balls deep in a superhero universe where the Incredibles. Is at the heel end of a superhero universe because of they just copied the Watchmen and did that legislation right, act right. That movie. Okay, mm-hmm. so which makes which sets up drama within Incredibles. Like there's like preset drama that's already like a plot thread. Right. But in Megamind, it there's literally almost anything you can do with those ideas, and you had I think the arc of him becoming good. Mm-hmm. And becoming good out of like you know like strictly doing heroic things, you know is is a, the definition of what superheroes are all about, right? Especially like a villain term, okay. Right. And I I just thought the voice acting, the characters, the design are is just awesome, you know. In that, uh, it just and to me it's I don't know like I I I find it more appealing. I can see that. And Incredibles, because Incredibles is so. I think it's superheroes that talk down. A lot like Unbreakable. Like, it, I think it talks down to the people who like superheroes. It talks down to that core audience. I just appreciate how yeah. that one's straightforward. And, like. Yeah. See, for me, Megamind, it, uh, that's just interchangeable for me with minions and despicable me obviously two different studios but like it's the same archetypal format yeah so so real quick though i week four i'm just seeing this oh lights out's number 10 our movies in the top 10 ice age collision course is only at 58 million and it's down 53 percent so the budget budget is 105 so this could be this could be the ice age for ice age Probably. I mean, they so, did take them to space. That's so where most that, franchises go to die. <laughs> As we were talking about to bring the conversation full circle, yeah. everyone, when a franchise goes to space, Leprechaun 4, uh, Hellraiser 4, 
Jason so, 10. So even, even, Critters 4. So even with this, though, you have Star Trek Beyond number 7 at 140. Right. You could We can say that's disappointing. Just domestic. Well, I heard the movie was disappointing. Uh, no, it was, I, I think it was solid. Solid movie. No. Okay. I, I, two. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, Ghostbusters, 121. Budget is 144. Bad. Yeah. Okay. And. Lights out. $4.9 million yeah. budget. And it is up to $61 million. Yeah, I think we have a new franchise, awful. folks. Do we? This is a short we, movie if you want to watch it. It's like a thirty. It. It's like a two-minute movie. I've I, seen we, it. It's, I think we have to try and see this. It I was like, it was playing at the drive-in with Suicide Squad. I, would like I wish to, you would have known. I would like to see. Maybe we can track it down. Maybe we'll do a podcast. We'll do another Dream Warriors just on this. Okay. You want to check out the short? No, I think we're. I think we're going to wrap it up. Okay. Because you know we we've uh, we're at ninety minutes. Right up. Well, either way, check it out yeah. when we when we uh, wrap we it out. It's all right. We got some we got some other we points did. in there. No, we got we um I think we did blah 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 blah. So I'm just gonna sign off. Sounds good. <laughs> I got some laundry to do anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, yeah. So let us sign off and we'll uh, we'll take it from there. So this is Peter. Norm, see you guys soon. Yeah, goodbye, goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. Amen. Dream Warriors. Doing it.